Two brothers. When united, form the Disney Majors. Fighting the powers of evil with their mouths. Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth. Hello everyone, I'm Eli Hollingsworth and I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Jake Hollingsworth. And hello everybody, welcome back to the podcast and today is another Wednesday, for sure. Yes, um, yeah, so... We did Loki today, Loki episode 2 dropped, if you want to hear our thoughts on that, then listen to our episode. Um, we First thing right off the bat, The Chosen season 2 episode 6 drops oh, yeah. a week from today, so you should be looking to for our review on that. Um, it'll probably be Thursday that we come out with our yeah, review. Yeah, because Wednesdays we do stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's usually what we do anyway, so... One piece of late news. What actually. other late news do we have? We didn't, other than the Gal Gadot stuff and the Discovery merger. What else? What other late news? Is One there? piece of late news. We didn't talk about the Monsters at Work official trailer. Oh, that's right, we didn't. We also didn't talk about the Space Jam trailer. Yeah, so they dropped Space Jam, the second official trailer, like a few days ago. Um. There's a lot of controversy around Zendaya, which is officially confirmed now. Officially right. confirmed that Zendaya is Lola Bunny in Space Jam and Galaxy. There's a lot of controversy around that. And honestly, I'm just like, really? You're getting mad over a voice now? Yeah. I don't I have mean, a problem with it. It doesn't seem like it. there's anything that's not having controversy with Space Jam 2. Especially with LeBron James. Yeah, which, I mean, you know, the whole LeBron James stuff. Um, that's understandable. Yeah, and I totally agree with the LeBron James. But the reason people are getting mad at them casting the dice because they just cast another A-list celebrity as a, as a cartoon character. Yeah. And everyone's complaining that they should have gotten the voice from either the voice from the original Space Jam back or the voice from the Looney Tunes show. Yes, which I say do well, not. Wig. Which I say do not get Kristen Wiig because she is highly annoying. I definitely did not enjoy her performance as Lola Bunny at all. She was, I think you, I think they probably just let her do a bunch of improv because that's like, I guess she just does a lot of improv in her roles. Um, and she was just annoying. I wouldn't even say obnoxious or pushing unbearable. Um, because she just was doing a bunch of improv it seemed like. Either that or they just wrote her to be just super obnoxious because they changed her character from uh, the Space Jam movie to where she's kind of like weird and a little crazy even. Um, so I thought her performance was really annoying in the Looney Tunes show. I haven't show. seen the Looney Tunes show. And I'm so glad that they did it. not get her to voice uh, Lola Bunny in the movie Space Jam 2. I'm very glad. And I'm fine with Zendaya yeah, um, voicing her. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. But I mean, also, yeah, I mean, if you were to cast someone nowadays who's popular to be Lola Bunny, then Zendaya seems like a good choice. Yeah, I don't think you should choose anyone other than the Zendaya. Yeah, and also we did also well, Space Jam Two looks, still looks interesting enough. Yeah, even with the even with the Brown James still looks interesting enough. Yeah, and then another thing is. The Monsters at Work trailer. We didn't talk about that. That actually looks. Actually but they looks quite released good. the first official trailer for Monsters at Work, and um, it's it looks interesting enough. I, I would say. I think it looks like a fun show. I, I'm really excited for it to see an actual continuation of the Monsters Inc. franchise, and not like Monsters Inc. was good. I mean. Monsters University was good. We said that on our episode. We I really love Monsters. But University. that wasn't a continuation. That was just a prequel. Yeah, I, I like Monsters see... University too. No matter what I may have said in that yeah. episode, um, I'm very, I'm very excited for Monsters at Work. The only thing is, the animation looks fine. Um, you don't like the animation? You can definitely tell that it's not the same because it's a TV show budget, and so it doesn't have as big of a budget. Um, but the thing that got like, it's the the way it looks is fine. It's just the way it's animated. 
I did not like very much at all. It looks keyframed. Keyframed animation, it does not look very good at all. Um, I think, yeah, it, if you don't know what keyframed animation is, it's when animators will just say you're animating a shot that's three minutes long, which would be absurd, but uh, just for the sake of time. So, That'd be absurd. So, let's, so you go frame one to frame 24, and you put uh, Sully's hand in one position in frame one, and then put it over his head in frame 40, in frame 24. So, if you keyframe those, then the computer will automatically calculate the time it takes Sully's hand to go from below his head to above his head from frames 1 to 24. So it'll look not very, it'll look very robotic. Uh, so it's keyframe. You pick two specific keyframes and the computer just fills in everything in between. Um, and so that's what it looks like to me for most, for a lot of the animations in the show. It doesn't look uh, like as, as um, realistic and, and hand animated. It looks, it looks keyframed. Now it might not be key keyframed, um, but that's what it looks like. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on there. Um, and it's not, but it doesn't bother me too much, but, uh, yeah, there's definitely, the animation is a little off than usual products I think from it looks Pixar. pretty good. I think it's better than the original movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. It, pro it probably looks better than the original movie, technology-wise, but animation-wise, I'd say the Monsters, Inc. is animated better. So, I mean, that's just me. And it's not gonna hinder my opinion on the movie too much, but... Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, so I think that's all the news we have for today. Okay, so let's move on to our main topic for today, which is the Pirates of the Caribbean. The Caribbean. Not the movies with Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp, uh, Orlando Bloom, and Keira Knightley, but the ride that is at Disney World, Disneyland, Disneyland and Paris all and subsequent parks. Uh, so we're going to be talking about this ride today, not the movies. Uh, so this ride is a very classic ride, obviously one of the most famous rides in all of Disney's uh, stuff. Uh, it is extremely popular, um, and almost everyone knows about it, even if you're a casual fan or a, uh, a hardcore fan, or just every, almost everyone knows about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, because it's such a popular ride, um, probably part of the reason why is because it's an indoor boat ride, so it, uh, you, it's just very relaxing and refreshing, um, especially in these hot summer days here in SoFlo, as well, well we as in, uh, California. going to Disney World place this summer because we have blackout days. That's just because we don't like going in the summer anyway. Yeah, but if we so. were to go in the summer, I'm sure, I'm sure we would go on Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean is good more than just because they have Jack Sparrow in the ride. Yeah, I mean, because this ride was a classic before the movies with Johnny Depp came out and everyone was like, wow, Johnny Depp did such a great job as Jack Sparrow, which he did, obviously. He, he was did, amazing. He did a fantastic job portraying the character, uh, an original character, by the way, and making him unique and just really interesting and cool. Well, all the characters are in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies are originals, except Davy Jones and Blackbeard. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of. Davy Jones and Blackbeard are just figures of myth. Well, so no, I Blackbeard mean, was a real pirate. Davy Jones was a myth story that they, it was just a, which is like a similar like story, I think, that they wove into the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm -hmm. I don't think that... And although I don't think that was a, I don't think Davy Jones was a real person, well, just some kind of story that they interwove into. The yeah, movie. just like um, a guy who who watches the dead. Uh, so, I mean, obviously it was popular before the movies, and without the ride, then there wouldn't be any movies. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, true. It's it's very cool. Um, well, I mean, it's it's a it's a very nostalgic and classic ride. Cause it, I mean, it just everything about it is just, um, just it very just has its own distinct flavor to it. Uh, like I mean, everything is 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 crisp. Well, I don't know what I'm saying here. The Pirates of the Caribbean is a very fun ride. Yeah, it's great. Even it though just ours, has this, 
only oh, has like one drop, and I heard it's, from what I've heard, it's vastly inferior to the one at Disneyland. Yeah, I think ours is, is, is probably one of the weakest Pirates of the Caribbeans out there. The strongest Pirates of the Caribbean is that one in Hong Kong. Or oh, yes. The one in Hong Kong is by far the best. And that is because, <laughs> sadly, it is based off the movies, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of what I was just saying. But whatever. They wanted, to, they didn't want theirs to be... That's because Hong Kong didn't want theirs to be the same as the other ones. They wanted, like, an actual, like, story. And so they decided to make it about the... Make it from the... Based off the movies. Yes. And that, I mean... So, kind of doesn't defeat my purpose because... If the original Pirates of the Caribbean didn't exist, then we wouldn't have had the movies, which wouldn't have inspired the ride because they didn't exist. So then the ride, that's better than all of the other Pirates of the Caribbean. So the ride at Disneyland came, then the, inspired the movies, and the movies inspired the, Disney, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Hong Kong. Yeah, so without the original, we wouldn't have gotten the one in Hong Kong, which is better than all the other Pirates of the Caribbean's. And then, of course, Johnny Depp did go on to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland when they were promoting Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yes, which he, was a very fun, cool... He had said that he had always thought it would be fun to like, walk on there and like stand completely still when they go by and just look at them and go, what are you looking at? Yeah. Those, those are his <laughs> words. <laughs> and, and sure enough, he did do that. He did, he did do that all the way in the year of 2017. Yes. Never been back again. As far as we know, and he's probably not going to be back anytime soon. If you know the current stuff with Johnny Depp, which well, it's starting to look better, I think. I think it's, things are going to look better for our Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, there it is, the Pirates of the Caribbean song. Woo! Oh yeah, so a little side note, um, actually, so. Um, What's his side? Recently, so you know we had the big game event E3. Um, yeah. Oh, that's right. It's kind of ties into what we're talking about a little bit. Yeah. So the game Sea of Thieves is having a DLC called A Pirate's Life, and it's starring none other than Jack Sparrow in inside the game. Yeah. So or Captain Thieves, Jack Sparrow. Sea of Thieves. Uh, maybe some of you have heard of it. I don't know. Um, it's a pirate game. So it's, yeah, it's like this uh, really fun pirates game. Uh, where you kind of just live your own pirate adventure. You sail around uh, this massive open world and you get to earn money, do missions, um, fight undead beings and Drink. such. Drink. Uh, it's uh, it's, <laughs> quite, a fun, it's quite a fun story. game. So at E3 they announced that they're doing a Pirates of the Caribbean free expansion DLC with Jack Sparrow, Mr. Gibbs, uh, what's her name? The Lady... Uh, uh, the girl, the girl from, um, that, um, no, Calypso. Calypso, right? Yeah, she's in it. She's uh, in. It. We don't know if who else is gonna be in it. Maybe. Oh, Davy Jones. Davy Jones also is in it. it. So, very cool and very interesting, also, because maybe this is an implication. Implication. That, it, I said implication. Uh, uh, Jack Spirit, that Johnny Depp could be coming back to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's uh. Disney slapped their name on the trailer for it, so I mean they're willing to associate Johnny Depp's character with something now after all the stuff that's been going on, which I don't think we've talked about it before, right? We, we talked have about, talked about it. Yeah, with him and Amber Heard um, going to war. Yeah, and the fans going to war. Well, not really. Everyone's, everyone's kind of united against Amber Heard, except Warner Brothers, because Warner Brothers. Yeah, we, we've talked about how bad Warner Brothers is, but uh, so that's interesting. I just wanted to mention that's interesting that Disney's willing to promote something relating to Jack Sparrow and Johnny Depp, kind of, because it's his character now while that's happening. And so also, maybe things are looking good. Maybe Disney's uh, not not like mad at Johnny Depp. Uh, that's just. One thing I wanted to mention, but yeah, uh, of but not course, to draw people into Sea of Thieves, seeing Jack Sparrow himself. Yeah, which I think it's already a pretty popular game. Um, so I, I guess it, yeah, it's, it's probably draw a lot more people in because of that. We'll probably play it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably we could we might even do a video on Hollingsworth Gaming. <laughs> See you later, folks. Um, it's just like the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah, very exciting. We made an episode on that too. Um, 
talking about the announcement of the new Guardians of the Galaxy game, which looks very fun, very exciting. We're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. But you know what else is fun and exciting? The Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) More fun than exciting, but yeah. Yeah. Especially ours, because like we said, Disneyland's is superior to ours. But ours is still good. You know, with all the different variant uh, Pirates of the Caribbean's there's across, like 30 minutes. Across the multiverse that is Earth. There's just 30 minutes? Yeah, I think it is. Mm, wow. That's crazy. They have well, a lot more stuff than we do. In yeah, theirs is definitely superior. They are like way better than us. Because ours is like theirs, except they trimmed... It's like a pig, except they trimmed the feet and the rear and the head off. And ours is just the body. Which, okay, that's a bad comparison. The body's the best part of the pig, but what's something that's good? It's like bread. They trimmed off the ends of the. Well, no, the ends of the bread are bad. The middle is good. What is they took something? They take out the middle of the bread, and they. No, the... it's like um, a movie, and they trimmed out the beginning and the end. So you just watch the second act of the movie. No, 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 no. Ours is like the ju- is like the theatrical cut of Justice League, which is like the shorter version. And then there, the Disneyland okay, metaphor at the end is a is the Snyder cut version, which is longer. Metaphors aside, theirs is better because they have like they actually have a more fleshed out storyline, whereas and cool like visual effects where uh, when you're going through so you, so they you go through they start off in Disneyland by going through this bayou looking place and you're like what's going on then you go through I believe you go to some caves where you see the dead skeletons right. Yeah. Um, I have tried to watch a ride through it, but I couldn't because it was so long. Oh, really? It's like yeah. 30 minutes? It's like 30, 15, it's like 15, 30 minutes, I think. Wow. Uh, so, so you long. go through, and then there's this cool visual effect where this ghost is, or this ghost. <laughs> it's Haunted this- Mansion, surprise! Um, where this the skeleton is like in a thing, and then a they bucket. have that, 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 they have that mirror thing, so that it looks like. He's there, and then once you come, the other half is like the human body. I think that's what it is. Yeah. So it's like you transfer. It was even so like confirming as you travel through time on the Caribbean. Yeah. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy, Pirates of the Caribbean ride. The Guardians well, of the Galaxy ride coming soon, and we will be traveling through time on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. <laughs> Good point. Coming yeah. next Epcot. year. Next year? This year? Still no word, but most likely. What? Next year. I highly doubt it'll be this year. It'll probably be next year. Yeah, I know, which is sad. Anyway. They um, still need to shoot the show scenes. That's the main holdback. Yeah, the main holdback. What was I talking about? Yeah, so so there's that cool visual effect there, um, which we don't have really any cool visual effects unless you want to count. They take away the waterfall. Yeah, why did they take away the waterfall? I have no idea. They took it away since COVID. No, I think it was way, maybe it may have been way before COVID, but I'm not sure. Oh, that's weird, cause that was cool, and now it's just awkward, cause you like go through and then you just go through this giant chasm with this thing overhead and there's nothing, and so yeah. it's like, uh, okay. Um, it was it was it's odd, cause they took away the waterfall thing where Davy Jones is like. And Blackbeard's also there. Davy Jones and Blackbeard, yeah, the two. And the Disneyland Paris tries to hear me. I think it's Davy Jones is in English, <laughs> and then Blackbeard is in. French, which is so it's <laughs> kind of funny. You go, so it's like, for example, they don't actually say it. So Davy Jesse goes, Hello, Dax Spannel. And then Wacky goes, Bonjour, Dax Spannel. <laughs> which would be funny, yeah. They don't um, actually say so that. So Disneyland Paris is, is, Disneyland Paris is, is quite different, too. There's a different, I think this is longer than ours, probably. It might even be longer than Disneyland's, I think, right? Maybe. Maybe. Sure. Mm, they have like three drops. We'll so have to get back to you on that one. Disneyland, so ours has one, Disneyland's has two drops, and then Disneyland Paris has three drops. So that's probably long. And then Shanghai, no, not Shanghai, has zero drops. Whichever yeah, one, the, the Antarctica Disney World has uh, no drops. Right? They, they can't put a park in Antarctica. Oh, they will. No, they will not. They would. Everything would freeze up. No, they'd make it. I don't know. They'd find a way. Disney would find a way. No, you know, they, no. You know they'd find it's a way. It's impossible. No. Even I bet you Disney. in 50 years we'll have a Disney park in every continent in the world. Okay, well then in 50 years and it doesn't happen, you owe me 10 bucks. Wow. Okay. That's a deal. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's a deal. We'll both Let's be push old. it to 50 bucks, actually. We'll both, 50 no, bucks. no, 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 no. I agreed on 10. That's all I'm agreeing on. No, changing the deal. 50 bucks. Okay, then no deal. Fine. <laughs> We'll both be old anyway, so we'll have tons of money to spend. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> You'll forget it by I'll then. 60, I'll be 66 and doing something. Doing anyway, stuff. um... 
what are we talking about? Uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yes. Uh, I do believe that Disney's gonna have. Disney's. Gonna, I mean, already Disney's taking over the world. Yeah, they're buying up. In 50 years, imagine where they'll be. Um, but yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. This we'll probably was, be in a rocking chair by then. Yeah, we will. With grandkids, hopefully, uh, hope maybe. Not. I don't want to be. I don't want to go on Beagle. But anyway. Um, um, anyway, yeah. Uh, Hard to get me a great ride. We keep getting off topic. Yeah, we. This is off topic. Um, but yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean is a great ride. Very fun. Um, yeah, a very, a very classic ride, as I said. People often compare Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean because they're both around the same time. Yeah. Thought, which, well, they were thought of around the same time, and they were released separately. Which we both agree on. Haunted Mansion is better. Um, so Pirates of the Caribbean is is the I think I think ride. this probably came first. Was from yeah yeah I think, I think, it, I it think was this released came. first and then Haunted Mansion didn't come till after. Yeah, um, and it's also it's just a whole lot of fun. It's just a per what did, what did you say? Nothing. Okay. I said there's a rumor that someone died on Haunted Mansion. No, oh, there there's multiple rumors. No, no, that was that was a joke. No, there is a rumor that someone died on Haunted Mansion. In the making of it. Yeah, like a janitor or something, right? Some janitor, I think. <laughs> no, I think it was. <laughs> the story was a janitor came in, and like the the um, Imagineers played a trick on him, and they left like the animatronics on or something. And so when the janitor came in, he. Like, the animatronics were still on. He got scared and he ran out. And so when they came in the next morning, there was just, like, a broom or something. <laughs> they thought the ghosts got him. Well, no, like, the guy... I think the guy called and was, like, mad at them. And uh, he quit. So, yeah, that was... That's just a funny story for Haunted Mansion. But, but no, there is no rumor that someone died in Haunted Mansion. Pirates of the Caribbean, I believe at one point... If you, if you want to talk about stories about Pirates of the Caribbean... I believe at one point, one of the animatronics' clothes caught on fire, I think... That might have been the case. Probably up in the fire section then. Um, well, I'll get to that in a second with the fire, but yeah, I think one of the animatronics on clothes caught on fire somehow, probably with something to do with the animatronic itself. Then they had to like upgrade the fabric, I think. I believe that's something that happened. But no, the fire in the uh, town being on fire sequence, <laughs> um, None of that. There's no real fire at all in that little section at all. Well, in that section, they're on fire. But what it was was um, all they did was just have a piece of cloth blowing in the wind with a light shining on it. And then that caught on fire. That, no, nothing, no, they, it didn't catch on fire. The animatronic probably caught on fire because of its internal systems or something. Like oil spit on the on the clothes or something. But in the actual town sequence... A uh, story about the the fabrics or the the fire illusion is, they have a cloth waving with uh, lights shining on it to give the illusion of fire, and it looks very real. It looks very convincing. And actually, when it first came out, the fire department saw it and they thought it was a real fire. Like they were nervous. Um, and so when the Imagineers were testing to see if if uh, if it worked, if it looked good. The fire, the the fire department actually being scared that there was a real fire, um, uh, they were very reassured that their illusion worked. And it does yeah. look very good. I mean, you can't lie to you. It definitely does look like a real fire while being totally safe. There's no fire. Um, this just was a. So the ride itself is the story is so Walt Disney confirmed out of his mouth that the story is. You're going through and you're seeing, because uh, we go through and see just skeletons and stuff. And then we travel back in time to see pirates. So out of Walt Disney's mouth, when you drop, you go back in time to um, when the pirates were alive and such. Um, so uh, he, the story is is very it's it's the very loose story. We're basically, just going through this town and seeing what's happening and then the pirates set it on fire it's it's it's, it's great storytelling for its time and it still holds up pretty well now oh, definitely it's yeah. definitely a very fun atmosphere and um uh feeling and tone to it a very disney feeling to something as as uh iconic as just pirates the idea of pirates disney bringing their own uh like this is definitely a very disney feel 
before its time Probably. Uh, take on things. I mean, in this very same vibe and tone, it can also be seen in Haunted Mansion. Um, I mean, yeah, that same tone is, is definitely prevalent, and it, it just it's just so much fun. It's a fun atmosphere. Yeah, um, and next episode, we're going to talk about Haunted Mansion, but uh, and I'll save uh, the story for then, but there's a story about the tone of Haunted Mansion as well. Um, but, yeah, the pirates, and then the, the story is very loose as you go through all the, the set pieces and such. And you see Jack Sparrow, he's in the first season, he's hiding from, from the guys. Yeah. And he's in a barrel, and at the very end, you see him with all the treasure. Yeah. Um, so, Jack Sparrow showing up uh, three times in this ride. Um, definitely an addition, I mean, obviously an addition after the movies because they were so successful. And then Barbosa is also, is also around at the beginning. Yeah, so so the animatronics um, themselves are, are good. Obviously, there's the change with the scene where originally they were going to be auctioning off women. And then there was that on that um, in recent years has had did fall under controversy of, of some bad stuff, and then they changed it to Captain Red. Yeah, uh, which is where the sparks of all the Pirates of the Caribbean reboot rumors are coming from now. Yeah, so um, I mean that was, I guess yeah. I mean I can see where people are coming from on that one. Obviously, that's gonna fall under controversy. In fact, a lot of things are being changed in rides now because they're so controversial. Nah. Oh, even though they're classic for their time, and it is a, a thing of its time. So well, then again, also, originally when Pirates of the Caribbean first opened, they had the, the pirates chasing the women, but then that fell under, that was considered abuse, so they switched it. Yeah. Why can't they just do what they do for the movies on Disney Plus? Because with the movie we're going to talk about today, the Three Caballeros, who that's uh, we'll get to that one. But before before you watch it with movies like these, they'll put a warning: this contains negative depictions of certain peoples or cultures, blah blah blah. And they say instead of remove this, we want to preserve the movie in its original form. So we're not going to cut it out. We're just going to warn you. They should do that for the rides. Just slap a big sticker on your face. <laughs> like a, while you're about, when you're about to go on the ride, a cast member pops out of nowhere. Well, bam! Puts a sticker on your face. And then, uh, and then when you read it, it says, This ride contains negative depictions of certain people or cultures. Instead of uh, remove this, we want to preserve the ride in its original form and just give you a warning. Probably not demonstrated no. like that. P cast member probably shouldn't jump out at people and, and slap something on their face. That would probably give elderly audiences um, fatal experiences, but uh, at least something like that. Like a sign outside of Jungle Cruise is just a little warning. Um, I mean, yeah, so I don't like exactly how they're changing the rides. I can understand why. Yeah, but it's the, just like they're classic parts. Like, what, I don't like yeah, it's the day and age we're living in, so um, I digress on that one, but. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, very great ride. Definitely, um, yeah. Lots of fun. Tone is great. Story is fun. Um, there's not any main characters except for Jack Sparrow, which is an addition from the movies. Um, but, it, yeah, it's, it's just a lot of fun. And just, it's just very memorable and iconic and classic. And it's not hard to see why. Um, just every sequence is just very memorable and it's just awesome very great ride so yeah that's uh, all we have to say about Pirates of the Caribbean um, so and now we'll now. turn it over to our sponsors which are us and then we'll go into the Caballeros oh yeah baby look out Alright, we're back and we are ready to talk about the Three Caballeros. The Three Caballeros, the Three Caballeros, they say we are birds of a feather. And, right, no, no, wait, never mind. You go off the behind the scenes fact, I'll wait till after to say what I want to say. So yeah, history of the company, Walt Disney is the current CEO. <sighs> this is going to get repetitive. Uh, wait, you didn't do the history of the company last episode, I don't think. Well, it's the exact same. The oh. history... The history of the company. Wait, never mind. Walt you Disney, did. Never mind. Walt Disney CEO, and the difference with this one is that they didn't make it in Hyperion Studios. They made it in hotels and such, in 
Mexico, Brazil, wherever else in South America Ooh, they were staying the at the time. Um, and uh, the, our behind-the-scenes nugget for today, there is not much behind-the-scenes information on this film at all. Uh, no, not I don't, there's, there's not much information at all about this film. But the only thing I can muster up for you guys is that the scenes this is it so first of all this is the first disney feature animated film to feature characters interacting with real life people animated characters interacting with real life people um so this is the first one to do that and the scenes with those were filmed in uruguay uruguay um don't know how to say that and uh peru and um i think brazil too and then the little vignettes and little shots of Donald and, uh, uh, I forget the third one's name always, uh, Donald, Jose, and... Pachita? Pachita, yeah. Uh, them flying around were actually filmed in different places around, like, um, I forget the names of them. But, yeah, that's the saddest behind-the-scenes nugget you'll ever hear from me. Except for maybe Make My Music, because I don't know very much about that one, either. Ugh, that's not going to be good. These films, there's uh, scarce. The information about them is scarce. But um, one thing we, I also wanted to mention before we get started is Luca comes out this Friday. The movie Luca is released on Disney Plus for free for everyone to listen to. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just going to listen to the movie Luca. Um, oh, I wonder what's happening in this scene. It's pretty music, though. Um, it's free for everyone to watch. And because for some reason, Pixar's, all of Pixar's movies on Disney Plus are going to be free now, apparently. Um, but it's it's going to be free. I'm kind of excited for it. Um, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So I just wanted to mention that, that yes, Luca comes out in two days on Disney Plus. So that's going to be exciting. We're going to review it. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Okay, about the Caballeros. Not the Caballeros. Um, honestly, this is not as bad as I remember it being. I remember it being a lot worse. That was mainly because I was... That was then again, looking back, I think that was mainly because I was soured on the movie because of the ending scene with Donald chasing after all the women. Yeah. That um, had really... Watching this movie, yeah. I went. I was like going... Wow, I I at least enjoy the music. Um, I like the stylization and the art style of once we get past Donald's birthday, his first birthday present with the dumb video penguin, which is which has no which has, well, I mean, that's that's one thing I'm okay with. And the one about the birds too. The, yeah, that was kind of pointless. In the three caballeros, we have this thing about a penguin and a bird. Why does that need to be in there? Yeah. This this movie about the three caballeros, and we do not need to have the two pets. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible Mexican accent. I'm sorry to anyone who's from Mexico. This is weird. This is so these amigos. Never mind. This is some pretty good music, I guess. You know, one thing that I can appreciate is the music, and another thing I can appreciate yeah, is the good. stylization. That first chunk, though, with Pedro the Penguin and that little bird, other bird short, where, um... They... Wait, the penguin's name is Pedro? Yes. What? Why are so many people named Pedro? I don't know. There's Pedro Fiscal, there's Pedro the Plane, there's Pedro the Penguin. I think his name was Pedro. I'm not too sure. Maybe it was Joaquin. That's a likely option. Anyway, um... That... That first part with the penguin and the birds is um, unnecessary completely. Well, I mean, and yeah, that's that. That's again my the criticism that I just have with the packager in general. You just release them as shorts. It, it would be fine, I guess, um, if you would release these as their own little short on Disney Plus. Uh, but they decided to make it a feature animated film. When it is not a film, it is a compilation. And that's just the main problem with these. I get it, it because of the financial struggles of Disney at the time. But still, as we've said before, and we're, 
Probably gonna get redundant. This is probably the last time we're gonna say this stuff. You shouldn't have made it a movie. This should make have been it separate shorts. shorts all on its own. Just go back to Silly Symphonies or something. Um, yeah, exactly. But one thing I was gonna say, also the animation is not as good as a regular feature animated film. Um, because one stylization thing that Walt Disney really liked in the feature animated films, the real feature animated films, not the compilation. Not these. Uh, was just one thing that you can that you can point out that makes them look better um, among many is is that character outlines would be a darker color of so like skin color, um, Pinocchio's arm. The outline of his arm would be a darker skin color. Um, just gives it more stylization, just a little bit more texture. Yeah. Definitely. Like, uh, his shirt is blue, then the outline of his shirt would be a dark blue. Um, it just gives it more texture, and it's just a really good stylization effect. Whereas in these Package Era films, the characters are all black outlines. Just straight up black, no color. Um, Donald... Uh, Jose and Pachito. Pachito, uh, their outlines are all black. All the backgrounds and stuff. Well, not all the backgrounds, but the characters. All their outlines are just black, and that is another sign of just the weaker stylization and animation as well. It doesn't even look as good as the feature animated films. If it were um, animated, like if it were like just the most beautiful animation and really entertaining, then we probably wouldn't be as mad at these Package-era films, but... Yeah, definitely, probably not. Um, they don't even look as good as the feature animated films, and they're not very entertaining at all. They're not very engaging, partly because of the way they're animated. Um, but yeah, with the three Caballeros, I do like the music. That's one thing that I can enjoy. The music is pretty good, and like I like it when the three Caballeros actually come together... And like it's actually really yeah. Besides that together. first part with the penguin and the and the birds, I can I, I was when we were watching the stuff with Donald and Pachito and uh, Jose Jose. Um, when we were watching that stuff, I was like, wow, I might actually like this better than the Saludos Amigos. But then we get to the the last twenty minutes of this film. It's just so weird. Like he's. He's, like, running out there chasing all these different women, which I guess is normal for Donald. But uh, at the same time, no, it's Daisy not. was just created around this time. Daisy Duck was created around that time. So that creates a bunch of inconsistencies about, like, if he's into Daisy, why is he always into the other, all these other women? Yeah, and throughout the whole movie, Donald is like this. And this is not true to his character. Donald Duck he's is not like a this creep. They make him a creep. A yeah, he's not this weird like guy who's into all the women that he sees. Um, he's not. That's not true to his character. Even the main character trait of Donald is not being into all the women that he sees. His main character trait is just that he has a very short temper, very and short, just views, a, in a terrible temper, and just if you get him riled off, then he goes off. He just. He just goes, and he just has an extreme temper. That is his defining trait. Not being in love with every single woman that he sees in uh, South America. And, I mean, it's just prevalent throughout the whole... As soon as he gets there, he's just like... And just through the whole rest of the movie. Um, And then, But I will say that this movie does a good job of of showing the Mexican culture without educating us on how this is how it should be yeah it's not i mean it's still educating i mean i guess how they're it's not yeah you're right it's not lecturing us by saying this is how they're better so well, i mean yeah they're kind of saying this is how they're great this is how they're everything good about them but they're not saying this is like how they're better than us or how everyone is like the best like the greatest um they're it's still education though like they're saying and it's fine, I guess, because you mean it's cartoon characters, whatever. Um, yeah. And they're just like, you know, hey, this is how Mexican culture is, South American culture. Um, so I guess just, you know, fine stuff, I guess. Um, but the, I mean, it's, 
it's just it doesn't work as a movie, which is just the main problem with all the package era films. Yes, we know. These do not make work as movies. No. They don't have a cohesive story except Donald opening his presents, which I, I like the nice little detail that Donald's birthday is on Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah, it's a little funny. I just like that's a little, just a little detail in there that, that's funny. It just adds a little bit more to his character because he always seems to be having bad luck, which is elaborated. All the time. In DuckTales, it's elaborated. Elaborated on more in the, in the recent DuckTales show. Um, Donald Duck just doesn't have the best of Donald luck, so... Nah. Um, no, he does not. Uh, that's that's an interesting part of his character. And he just gets mad all the time. Donald is not true to his character because he doesn't get mad at all in this, I don't think. No, no I don't think he gets mad at all. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get riled up about anything, except about women, which is yeah, not in the same way as him getting riled up about getting mad. Um, so, Donald is weird. I like Joaquin and Pachito. No, Jose and Pachito. Jose and Pachito, yeah, they're cool. Um, and they're and they're they're nice characters, I guess that that um had room to grow, definitely. Yeah. Obviously, I I mean, I bet they've fallen into tons of controversy. No, I don't think they have. Because Jose is smoking, and Joaquin is very gun heavy. Like, I mean, they took Yosemite Sam's guns away in the new Looney Tunes cartoons for HBO Max. But then Space Jam 2, they're giving them back. Yeah. But still, like, guns... Oh, the violence aspect is, like, the controversy part Well, now. if they were controversial, Jose and Pachito, then they wouldn't be... Then there wouldn't be any Three Caballeros stuff. Because the Three Caballeros have been getting a little bit of attention. Because there's this, that, that movie or show, whatever, yeah. called The Legend of the Three Caballeros. I watched a little bit of that. Is that a show? Or yeah, it's a show. Okay. They had their own show for a little bit. They uh, they appeared in the new Ducktales. Yeah, I mean, as McDonald's like College Band that, is what they referred to that's, as. That's my point, though, is that you don't see Jose smoking and you don't see Joaquin, no, Pachito with um, guns. And, and that's, my, also that's were, my point. That's they have their own ride, pump. too, as well. In yeah. And you don't see them with smoking or guns in that one either, I don't think. I mean, we haven't ridden it in a while. But yeah, that's the point. And like, that's the, that's what I'm saying. It's they fall under controversy, so they have to take them away. Even though those back then could probably be considered the two main parts of the characters, because like, um, Jose is like this um, cooler kind of, you know, sales pitch of guy. Class, yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of like um. Like almost like a mentor to Donald in the sense of showing him uh, South American Mexico. culture and stuff, um, and then Joaquin Pachito, not Joaquin. I should never have suggested that. Maybe his name is Joaquin. Now I'm calling him Joaquin the whole time. Uh, Pachito, he's kind of like a Spanish, not South American cowboy, like what they represented in Saludos Amigos. Yeah. Um, kind of, you know, because he's got like the sombrero and he's got the little guns. Um. So, I guess you could say that that's what that is, but... Um... Yeah. Then here's the best song. Caballeros, trique, caballeros, they say we are birds of a feather. We're happy amigos, no matter where he goes. The one, two, and three goes, we're always together. No way. One of the voices is named Joaquin. That's insane. Wow. Wow. See, see, I'm not all, I'm not always wrong. I'm not I wasn't completely in the wrong there, you know. I'm not always right either. I uh I was I, I at least had some truth in that one. One of the voices is Joaquin. That's his name. Booyah. There we go. I don't feel as um dumb now. But um yeah, the the music is really something that stands out in the Three Caballeros. Definitely, like the music just really pops and it sticks in your brain. It's definitely like the music is not something that I would fault about this movie. No, it's not. And it is kind of cool when you go and see just uh, how things were back then. Um, uh, just seeing seeing the South American culture, especially how it looked in the forties. I always kind of yeah. like stuff like that. Um, and the animation, it's not stylized very well as as the normal, the real, the true feature animated films. 
But some of the animation in here is competent. Um, yeah, especially bit. the elements of um, mixing live action with animation. You can tell that they drew over that. You can tell yeah, that but still, it, it's, a, it's a pretty nice um, mix. Especially, okay, so, so yeah. There are some parts where, obviously, the live... <coughs> oh, I am so sorry. Um, uh, just had to get that out. Alright, um, so there are some parts where you can tell the live action was just not very good. Like, uh, when, when Donald first, Donald and Jose first meet the cookie lady, and she's walking down the street, and they decided to go with, I think, an animated background for her to walk down. She's just marching in place, and it just not, Ooh, it does not yeah. hold up at all. And then, not only that, so you're sitting there going, okay, well, she's definitely marching in place. You can tell that she's acting to nothing. You can tell that she's like walking in front of nothing. I mean, it's still a cool effect, but so she's yeah. she's walking in place, and so you can tell that you're like, wow, that's not that effect doesn't hold up as as well today. Uh, it doesn't hold up very well. And then they have like all the townspeople go and walk in place next to her. So then it's like, mm, okay, yeah. So that effect doesn't hold up very well. That's probably the only mm-hmm. thing in here, though. Um, and again, you know, it's the '40s. They didn't, they didn't have the best of technology, uh, or they didn't have technological advent- advancements like we do today. Nope. So they couldn't, they couldn't do as much. So what, what, what they had, they did pretty well. Um, and then once you get into the whole dance sequence, I thought the dance sequence was animated pretty well for the. Yeah, I guess. For the sake of Donald and Jose. Um, them interacting with the human characters was pretty cool. And, again, animated competently. Like, it's not it's not um, bad animation. Again, the stylization isn't as good as, say, the feature animated films. But um, it is, it's, it, it's not animated terribly. Um, the animation is, is pretty solid. Especially considering, yeah. you know... They're in, in you know, a different country, and uh, the animators have like some new things to see. Um, very cool. I mean, I, it, I guess it was exciting for the animators, and they had probably some distractions because, uh, you know, they're in a new country. It's like a vacation almost. A work, um, working vacation is the best way to describe it. Yeah, so uh, another thing is that little dance sequence um, with the, the ladies not... The like right before they get to the beach when he's dancing with the ladies in the dresses, yeah. uh, I thought there was some nice little little uh, you know animation live action mixing there. Um, and another thing is, well, I mean, they also they also didn't have to make two movies, both about South America. No, they didn't have to do that because they, they both Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros. Both really kind of touch on the same kind of stuff. Whereas, I guess you could argue Saludos Amigos was more, uh, I guess, the culture. And I guess Three Caballeros was the places? Um, Or the scenery, I guess you could argue. Um, But still, both really kind of touch on some of the same stuff. And... I don't understand why you would have to make two movies about this Mexican culture exploration. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're just like... Yeah. They're just like... I'm, maybe that's another thing they had to do to keep the company afloat, was they had to make um, the... They had to make two to keep the company afloat. Um, I, don't, I don't fully know, but... it they, Maybe they did have to, but... If that's not the case, then why would you make two movies about Mexican culture? Which nothing against Mexican South American culture. Um, we've been to the Caribbean. I don't think we've been to South America, have we? No, we. No, have. we have not been to South America. We've been but so I'm close. Sure it's pretty cool. We've been to their neighbors. Oh wait, we're gonna get attacked. We're gonna get accused of supporting mass genocide. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been to kind of their neighbors. Uh, food. That that the Caribbean South near the equator um that type of thing we've been down there um and nothing against mexican culture or south american culture it is still very cool um i guess you know it's nice to 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 see 
other things than just focus on American culture. But yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, you didn't, you didn't. I don't know if they if they weren't doing it for money, then I don't see why they would make two movies about the same thing, and basically the same thing. Um, and yeah, I just I don't see why you would make that like two movies. Just, yeah, they should have just made one movie about South America. Yeah, and then probably trim some of the segments out. It doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, so, Three Caballeros, again, not really working as a movie. If it were shorts, I don't even know if they'd be the best shorts that Disney's ever done either. Um, so, there's, I mean, I, these shorts aren't even my, like, especially with the penguin and the birds of south america um those two stuff now those aren't even like really the greatest shorts in and of themselves and the stuff with south america that is okay i guess they're just kind of there um so if even if they were released the three caballeros as shorts they wouldn't even be the best shorts ever um and then they even decide to release it as a movie too so it just it it doesn't even work as a movie because it's not cohesive except just showing Mexican culture. That's the last time we're going to say it's not a cohesive. Hopefully, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to say that for the rest of the package era. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's three caballeros. Um, next is going to be make my music, which yeah. I am kind of excited for because not I don't know really, anything about. It's probably gonna be terrible. It's probably gonna. Uh, be our new least favorite Disney movie. Not no, not it that, can't but. be worse than Saludos Amigos. Um, but the next movie, Make My Music, I'm actually slightly excited for, for, for because I don't know very much about it. And when we watch it, we will have now seen all 69 Disney feature animated films. 59. Oh right, yeah, 59 Disney feature animated films. So um, I'm thinking of. We're about to be at 60, so that's why I said I probably give this one like a 3 out of 10. It's, yeah. it's, it's fine. It's not yeah. as bad as I remember it being. 3 out of 10. Um, but yeah, very excited for Make My Music because now we can say that we've seen all the Disney feature animated films. Um, so that should be fun. It's probably not going to be very good, but who knows. Um, I am actually excited for Fun and Fancy Free. That I actually do like that one. Yeah, but we get there when we get there. Yes! Oh, you know, yeah, all bets are off on the whole unsubscribe, unfollow, all that kind of thing that we said at the beginning of the season. Yep, that was, uh, we failed on that one, miserably. Um, but yeah, we get there when we get there. I'm actually excited for Fun and Fancy Free. Not the bongo short as much, but the Fun and Fancy Free short. Uh, and Ichabod and Mr. Toad, that's going to be fun too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there, we are, I am excited for some things in the package era. Do you know what I'm excited for? What? Getting out of the package era. Yeah, that's even more exciting than the things in the package era. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Jake, close us out. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to go watch Eli at Hollywood Enterprises. Watch me at JBH Studios. And both of us at Minecraft Madness, Hollywood Gaming, Movie Matrix YouTube channel, and Through the Eyes of a Team. Be sure to go follow us on Instagram, the Movie Matrix Podcast. Be sure to check out the X-Files Podcast I have with Eli Spencer. And, and you'll, you'll hear us real soon. soon.